Devon Review with Brad Hardware. Welcome along to our look back on some alternative stories from the past week. I'm Brad Hardware and here's what's coming up. We'll be speaking to a local artist who owns an unusual and independent art gallery in Tiverton that aims to raise awareness for mental health. We spoke to him about Art's relationship with mental health and his hobby of sending celebrities his artwork. We also spoke to a team of creatives at Exeter Library about a new AR experience called Unlocking the Cage. They told us about creating an immersive piece to showcase the unknown writing of Exeter women. We also discussed the music composition for the attraction. And finally, we'll be speaking to Tom Chapman, who's the CEO and founder of the Lions Barber Collective. We'll be discussing the collaboration between South Devon College and the Lions Barber Academy, and which suicide prevention is being implemented on the course alongside mental health awareness. Devon Review with Brad Hardware. Earlier this week, we caught up with an independent artist in Tiverton whose gallery puts mental health at the forefront and spoke about his charitable donations and his gallery's interesting layout. He also told us about his unique hobby of drawing celebrities and sending them the portraits, which has made him some high-profile friends. Here's Guy Anderson talking to Radio X's Mitty James. So can you tell me a little bit about Black Dog and Sweet FA? The idea behind it is it's an independent art gallery where the artist's that display the work own the gallery. So it's, a, I suppose, a little bit unusual, whereas most galleries, they take people's art in and sell it on a commission. We are actually in there painting and drawing in front of people, framing it and then hanging it on the wall and putting a for sale sign on it. The concept behind it is actually to raise awareness for mental health through art. There's a lot of messaging, uh, positive statement, and often dismay in in some of the art that we do. Um, I draw a lot of portraits, often of people that have died too soon. Um, So so really that's the focus behind it. Um, We're trying to raise awareness for mental health and we give half of the profit we make to Childline and Mind. The way we've gone about it is to put a glossy black and pink shop in the middle of Tiverton and uh, got a graffiti artist to do the front and uh, we just sort of cheered the place up a bit. It's become somewhere where people don't just come to look at the art and buy the odd painting or, or drawing. They, they actually come in if they've got mental health problems and need someone to talk to. So it's actually developed into a bit of a drop-in centre for people who are having a bad day. The, the name, a lot of people don't sort of understand what the name means. And Black Dog was the name that Winston Churchill used to give for days when he had suffered from depression badly. Um, he'd say that he had a black dog following him around and it became a term. So Black Dog is me. I've always had a black dog follow me around. And Sweet F.A. is my wife, Farina Anderson. But she's sweetness in light. So her side's pink and bright and shiny and mine's dark and a little bit more gloomy so so it's actually very much a yin and yang almost jekyll and hyde shop can you tell me about you drawing celebrities and sending it to them <laughs> yeah it's a weird one isn't it how do you get someone's attention that's famous it, it, it's all actually an accident i drew a portrait of dave courtney the famous uh, London gangster and, uh, you know, craze associate and, and now actor and, and writer um, about 10 years ago. So uh, just a, a weird series of events. I drew a picture of him and sent it to him and uh, just put my phone number on it. And the following day he received it, rang me. And before I know it, I'm drawing Tom Hardy, Ray Winston. And it sort of spiralled from there, really. 
So now people will get me to draw for them, but I also still draw random portraits of people that mean something to me, famous or infamous, and I sell them in the gallery in Tiverton. So half of my work is from well, famous people, and the other half are just people like the rest of us. Although, to be fair, they're all quite normal when you get to know them. Can you tell me a little bit more about your clothing customization? I've started doing it, whereas Freena will pimp it up a bit and give it a thrift store style that you would kind of see in maybe Camden or Brighton, those sort of places. And I started doing it as well, but I've sort of gone, you know, completely covering Levi jackets in studs. So again, Freena's is, is a sort of more delicate thrift store I suppose, revitalization of an old piece of clothing, whereas mine is turning a sort of 50-pound Levi denim jacket into something that's got over £100 worth of metal studs in it alone before you start adding Louis Vuitton patches and bits and pieces. So mine's a bit more extreme, but I guess that's to be expected because I am always one way or the other. That's Guy Anderson, owner of Black Dog and Sweet FA in Tiverton, talking to Radio X's Mitty James there. Also this week, Mitty caught up with the creative team behind Exeter Library's new exhibition called Unlocking the Cage, which takes visitors on an immersive augmented reality journey through the cage of old books under the library and showcases those written by women. We spoke to Kim Sherwood, who's the novelist behind the experience, and musician John about creating the sound for the experience. What can people expect when they come along to the exhibition? When you come along to the exhibition, you'll meet a beautiful bound illustrated book and as you turn the pages it will come alive in front of you on the screen and in the headphones music words illustration animation all coming together to we hope transport you in time from the 18th century right through to the 20th century could you tell me a little bit more about the music on this project so the music was written in during lockdown and I wrote it with Jay Auburn and he was in Bristol at a computer and I was in Newton Abbott on a computer and um, we had to find out a way of kind of doing it and communicating between ourselves and so I'm not a producer Jay is an extraordinary producer so, but he was in Bristol and I said so, so I was kind of putting things down sending them to Jay he was kind of arranging them and suggesting things and we had this kind of weird remote bit. so we had, to, we had the constraint of trying to keep the sound simple so it's just done on violins um, in that kind of strange remote way and um, we were trying to find a sound world which spans between say 1750 and 1920 1940-ish so we had to kind of think of a thing that spanned diatonic music of 1750 kind of Vivaldi post-Vivaldi like music to the kind of the kind of modal music that Vaughan Williams and Gustav Holst were writing in the early 20th century. So that's really how we kind of thought about building in mode, modes and folk tunes with sort of diatonic tunes. So, and then also had to think about structures that went underneath the voice, like pizzicato, arpeggios, things like that. So that's kind of how we put it together. That's the creative team behind Unlocking the Cage, talking to Mitty James there. And finally, Radio X's Lauren Armstrong spoke to Tom Chapman, who's from Torquay, about the collaboration between South Devon College and the Lions Barber Academy, where alongside mental health awareness, suicide prevention is being implemented on the course. So just for any of the listeners who haven't heard of the Lions Barber Collective, could you just tell me a bit about it? So the Lions Barber Collective, our vision is a world free from suicide, and our mission is to be able to create non-clinical, non-judgmental, safe spaces where people feel comfortable to talk about their mental health, information and support that already exists. We do this through um, 
couple of different ways we do a lot of awareness stuff so we have pop-up barbershops we go into communities and let people know that oh yeah it's okay to talk about mental health whilst giving away free haircuts we do a lot of things like this like podcasts and so we educate hair beauty professionals to be able to recognize the signs that someone is struggling what kind of questions to ask how to listen well with empathy without judgment and then finally how to help them find the help they need so we're not trying to replace any of these services or professionals we're not trying to turn hairdressers and barbers into therapists or psychiatrists or doctors the idea is that we can bridge a gap between the communities we serve and the resources that are available so in a nutshell that's kind of what lions bar collective does what was your main motivation when partnering up with South Devon College? South Devon College was really me because I went to South Devon College, so I'm, I'm a former student. I've worked with them throughout my career as a uh, in the hairdressing and barbering side as a global barber director. I've gone along and given demonstrations, and I think it was important for me that they were one of the first Lions Academies because. I want to try and make long-lasting real change, and I know if we want to make a difference to the hair industry, we have to train the next generation, and the same with the mental health. If we want to make a difference to this community here in South Devon, in Torbay, if I get to a point where we can train all of the hairdressers and barbers and beauticians that go through South Devon College in 20 years' time, if we do it consistently, then every single, hopefully, hairdresser, barber and beautician within Torbay that's active will have had the training, therefore making Torbay a safer community. How is the course going at South Devon College? Are you there every day of the week or are you there certain days a week? South Devon College, the way we see it working is that they are a Alliance Academy, which means they're a partner and a supporter of the charity. Um, as it stands to start off with, make all their students take the Barber Talk Light online training, which takes about 20 minutes. It's more of an introduction to what we're doing. But I'm actually working with VTCT, who are one of the uh, awarding bodies within the hair and beauty industry especially. And we are creating a qualification together so this is a bit of um, a prelude to what's happening eventually by this next next academic year the qualification will be available and it means that everyone who becomes a Lions Academy will have the opportunity to work with myself work with the Lions as a charity um, use the the Lions logo to help raise awareness about mental health but there will also be a qualification which they will take on from VTCT which will be accredited and certified and everything um, to make sure that all of their hair and beauty students take that. That's going to be the way it goes moving forward. What are the most important things that you've personally implemented on the course? The idea behind the course, uh, I asked to mental suicide. And after that, I wanted to go and find out everything about mental well-being, suicide prevention. And I went and I attended Suicide Assist, Mental Health First Aid, Safe Talk, the Zero Suicide Alliance training. I did it pretty much everything I could get my hands on because I felt like I'd missed something, I'd lost somebody and we could do something to make some serious change. I love them. I thought they were fantastic. And I thought that perhaps we could do hairdressers and barbers listen to people all day every day anyway and they're parts of people's lives so i figured this would be a good skill set for them that's tom chapman of lions barber collective speaking with radio x's lauren armstrong there well that's all for devon review this week make sure you subscribe to the show wherever you get your podcasts and we'll be back with another episode next friday take care devon review with brad hardware